Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live.
Welcome, everybody. It is mid-December. Can you believe it? And we're big time into going into 2017. We're very close. This is the one and the only Off-Road Live. And we're here today, live in the Desert Tower Studios, just for your listening pleasure. And, of course, the Baja crew is right alongside me. And... Yes, it is happy holiday time. And we want to mention uh, that uh, our friends are here with us. Ram Trucks. Hard Rock. Marlboro. Budweiser. Red Bull. And TeamValvoline.com. And, of course, our good friends over at BajaSafari.com. You know what they are. The King. Of Baja. This is Off Road Live from the Desert Tower Studios, live December 12th, up in just a couple of minutes. John Stewart with a very exciting victory for off roaders in the West. Thank you, sir. 
Off-Road Live. We're waiting in for uh, John Stewart's a phone call into our report today. We're greatly looking forward to uh, John's report because it's a sign of victory for the off-road community. John, how are you? Yes, sir. How are you today? Mike, I am doing great. Uh, kind of hectic. I got all of a sudden a slurry of phone calls. <laughs> well, I, my guess is is that everybody just started uh, picking up on the news, and that's why they were calling you. Is that correct? Uh, well, a little bit. That was a, one of the calls was about, "Hey, is this about the lizard?" And I said, "Well, it's it's fairly good news." And the other, some of the others weren't for the different topics, but. Such is the life of trying to uh, save OHP recreation. Your topic That's right. Absolutely. Well, John, why don't you just take a moment to uh, introduce yourself to those of uh, the uh, the audience that uh, has never heard one of your reports here on Off-Road Live. Uh, all right, Mike. I'm John Stewart. I'm a uh, number of things, but uh, most of all of a recreation advocate, but I'm a resource consultant representing California Four-Wheel Drive Association. I'm a member on the board of directors of the Blue Ribbon Coalition, and I run a couple of websites that are centric to off-road uh, and environmental issues affecting the off-road recreation market in 4x4voice.com and 4x4wire.com. And, John, you attended a meeting last week that provided some uh, beneficial results, of, uh, at least preliminary results, for the uh, OHV community. What What is that big news? I did attend a meeting that uh, result, and it's a result of almost two years' worth of political and bureaucratic wrangling, where the uh, this little critter called the flat-tailed horned lizard that occupies the lower Sonoran Desert, which is uh, essentially Palm Springs south into Mexico, uh, was there was a petition before the uh, State Fish and Game Commission to list it as a California endangered species, uh, and uh, the Fish and Game Commission turned down that petition and accepted the staff report that the lizard does not list warrant listing at this time. That's uh, great news for the uh, OHV community. Now, it's not the final step, though. No, it's not the final step. Uh, the uh, th at this at this meeting, the uh, commission voted on to uh, essentially deny the petition, and uh, the formal bureaucratic steps will take place at the uh, probably at the February meeting, and that's going to involve uh, the commission staff will have to uh, write up what's called a finding of facts. And then at the next uh, commission meeting, that finding of facts will be presented and accepted uh, basically as a, it's my understanding, as a consent item because it's already agreed to. But uh, for all practical purposes, that meeting last uh, last week uh, was the final straw on that issue for the time being. Uh, you know, Center for Biological Diversity submitted the petition, and they've been... Uh, working on this flat-tailed horn lizard since uh, 87, 88 time frame. And uh, this is the, basically their last gasp but uh, trying to get it listed. It's been turned down by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and now the California Fish and Game under the California Endangered Species Act has rejected their petition. So we, uh, in the OHV community here that love and use Ocotillo Wells, SVRA, and other points throughout the Imperial County uh, feel quite comfortable that uh, we've heard the last of this issue for a while. Uh, and now, and let me express, John, that just in, in doing a, a cursory review of uh, all of the written material on this uh, uh, that our group did over the about the past week since you notified us about the meeting, the efforts by the Center for Biological Diversity seems to have gone directly at the jugular of the OHV community over the last uh, five, six years. In other words, going after things that would cut off 
our recreation to specific areas in uh, particularly Imperial Valley, and uh, which would have had a direct and and uh, debilitating uh, impact on both uh, not only recreation but also the industry. And this recent development is um, kind of the end of a, a crescendo of victories uh, against that uh, those actions. Well, yes, uh, but I, I would I would I'd be hesitant to say that OHB activity was the focal point of the attack and the effort. Uh, there is a bigger overarching uh, issue that, uh, see if I can explain it in a few words here. Uh, if, under the, under the big if, if that lizard were to have been listed as a uh, California endangered species, that would have applied to all lands within the identified critical habitat. That critical habitat area is Imperial County, part of Riverside County, uh, down into well, down into Mexico. But we'll just set aside the Mexico portion itself. But even across the river over into Arizona, that would have involved uh, manage, land management plans uh, by the Department of Defense with the Yuma Proving Grounds, with the Chocolate Mountains Gunnery Range, with the, uh, uh, and, and the BLM plans dealing with Plaster City uh, and all throughout the Yuha Desert, and even more importantly, the Desert, uh, DRECP Desert Renewable Energy Conservation Plan, of which would have impacted the county of Imperial and private landowners. So now when a species is listed, that listing applies to private property as well as public lands. Now didn't, uh, was was Glamis a part of this? Uh, Glamis is within the uh, critical habitat range. Uh, so yes, it is. Uh, although this particular lizard does not really the sand-loving lizard that uh, some other varieties are, because it's uh, the, their uh, food source is really not conducive to a lot of sandy, uh, sandy terrain such as the glamis dunes. Yeah, but they will but get the, away from But area. the habitat that you just described is almost the greatest hits of off-highway vehicle activity in the Southwest. It is, but it also, at a bigger point that the uh, Center for Biological Diversity was, was aiming for, is they are opposed to the a lot of the solar energy development, which is uh, basically scraping the land bare and then putting up the solar panels. Their, their claim, as their belief is, that that particular activity is more detrimental to uh, lizard habitat than it than is OHV activity. So no question about that. Underlying effort was mm -hmm. to was to go after uh, an energy development, and the only way they could have done that was get the state listing, and then have the uh, other uh, land managers uh, begin revising their plans based on the consideration of what would happen with a state listed species. Right. Um, in your mind, uh, what is uh, uh, what closes the door I in finality having to do uh, with these uh, events, having to do with this particular uh, creature? Well, the uh, CBD uh, technically has 30 days uh, from the date of the decision to file an appeal, a legal you know, notice of intent to sue and file an appeal to have the decision overturned. Uh, Based on the kind of lackluster arguments that CBD put forward, uh, myself and a couple of others uh, that are familiar with the CBD's operations and their people uh, say, well, they just don't seem to have the uh, wherewithal or the desire to pick another fight, a uh, legal fight uh, that's going to be a long protracted event at this point in time. So we don't expect to see a lawsuit, but we could see a lawsuit, and they would have uh, what roughly 30 days from uh, I think it was December 8th to uh, 
to uh, file the lawsuit. So about January 7th, if they file a lawsuit or notice intent to sue, then we'll know that they uh, are moving it up to the next phase of uh, keeping pushing on the argument. But uh, we're just not sure that they want to engage in that kind of an activity uh, because any any desired change they, they uh, can come out will only happen after an extended court battle. And, um, you know, with the new administration, with a lot of changes coming in, uh, you don't know what the political climate and the legal legal climate is going to be in another six months. Right. Now, uh, when you uh, have described this in, in discussion with uh, your fellow uh, uh, public policy experts and, and land use managers, uh, what is the next threat on the horizon? The next threat? Fringe-tailed horned lizard. <laughs> or no, not fringe-tailed, fringe-toed horned lizard. Uh, there's also a, another a beetle. There's we we know that if it is, isn't one species, there will be another one that we will be drug out. Uh, and uh, right now, but right now, our, our biggest thing is is that with the change of administration, and that is going to entail uh, some shifting of policies. Now, the uh, if you look at the uh, Brown administration in California, there Brown is on a uh, uh, on a track to uh, go for what, roughly 50% of California power being generated by renewable sources. Uh, that's going to uh, require a lot of uh, land usage in order to come up with enough solar powers and wind wind towers in order to do it. The uh, Obama administration for the last few years has also been uh, on a track to increase the uh, renewable energy capacity of the nation. Uh, we do know that from the uh, rumors coming out from uh, the Trump administration that uh, it's not so much focus on the renewable energy as it is to go back to uh, using the fossil fuels that and essentially get the economy moving. Uh, so we see that, and we believe that there's going to be a, uh, a lessening of pressure on uh, putting up wind towers and uh, scraping fields down to put up solar panels over the over the coming years, especially from the what's required on BLM lands uh, for the you know, on the Fed side. Uh, still, there's going to be a lot of pressure from the public. Or the private landowners, in order to uh, you know, convert farmland or other unused land into a uh, small solar field uh, uh, project, uh, you know that's a private private land ownership transaction basis that uh, doesn't really directly impact OHV activities, uh, but we'll see how that goes and what's going to happen, but. Uh, well, considering what you just described, very good analysis, John. Uh, would you consider the uh, transfer, the state's transformation of the recreation department, uh, the lead uh, issue for the next year? It uh, it will be, and uh, state parks, and uh, you know, uh, we've talked about this before, but state parks are going through its transformation process, and they've been in it uh, going bits and pieces and starts of for the last couple of years. A uh, key element to that is the OHMVR program, the Off-Highway Motor Vehicle Recreation Program in the state. And that program is set to expire at uh, as of January 1st, 2018. And there's a group of us right now working to get uh, proposed legislation submitted, of which would have to be uh, run through the Current assembly and Senate, and signed by the governor by uh, July 1st. So that is our goal to uh, work to uh, ensure that the program is still in existence, and that within the state parks transformation, the OHB uh, program still maintains its separate identity and doesn't uh, get swallowed up 
and lost in the mix of a larger uh, bureaucratic conglomeration. Yeah, it's a it's a real threat. Now we are, of course, talking about the state of California in the Recreation Department. Correct. So it is a a portion of the West. I know that we describe uh, issues in relation to the entire uh, West Coast uh, here on this show. Uh, Everybody, you're listening to Off-Road Live. This is Monster Mike, your humble host. And our great guest today, this is John Stewart, uh, our recreation specialist who talks to uh, OHV and land use issues on a consistent basis on the show. Uh, We just talked about uh, uh, the last lizard that has given us uh, Uh, fits and starts uh, over the past couple of years, and now that issue has been taken care of. And we we also talked about, uh, uh, you know, other victories that we've uh, we've had this year. What other victory can we uh, uh, put on the shelf as a trophy from uh, from your efforts this year, John? Oh, from uh, I I don't want to take it from my efforts directly, but the uh, Glamis Sand Dunes uh, that long-running uh, battle on the uh, Pearson's milk batch has pretty much been put to rest with the uh, Center for Biological Diversity. Uh, they've drug it out as long as they can with as many different uh, attacks and appeals and change of directions uh, in order to, uh, uh, you know, close down the dunes to uh, recreation, and they have lost at all turns. BLM has successfully completed their uh, resource management plan for the dunes, and Fish and Wildlife Service has signed off, said, yep, it works. It'll uh, still protect the uh, Pearson's milk vetch. So all of the arguments and all the appeals have been exhausted as far as the uh, CBD can pursue. So that's a big win for recreation. No question about it. That's a huge trophy in the case of victories for off-highway vehicle recreation, um, and uh, you know, uh, clearly, Glamis was the uh, focal point of a great deal of activity by the uh, uh, these activist biologists, and um, to be able to get through uh, uh, these gauntlets and uh, uh, arrive victorious at where we're at today, December twelfth, two thousand sixteen. Uh, clearly, John, your efforts, as well as, of course, the the groups of uh, off-highway vehicle uh, recreationalists across the West, have provided the resources and the energy and activity to get that done. Uh, who would you suggest are the main groups that that did help uh, in getting that victory at Glamis, and uh, uh, who would you recommend in addition to that for folks that they can join up and join in the fight? Well, Glamis has uh, one group that was formed that uh, represents the Dooner's interests, and that's the uh, American Sand Association. And, uh, you know, while the American Sand Association came into it and was formed because of the legal aspects in the dunes, uh, really the uh, Blue Ribbon Coalition and California Four-Wheel Drive Association were the original litigants in order to try to keep those dunes open and then it was when the uh, under that when the Dooners faced or realized that threat was there, that's when American Sand Association spun up. And as a group, they have done a fantastic job of uh, and been very committed about protecting the sand dune access, uh, you know, over the uh, ensuing 15 years, and actually to ensure that that uh, BLM resource management plan move forward and uh, is something that can be implemented. So. Yeah, it's uh, donations to the American Sand Association. I know they would greatly appreciate them. Uh, and, of course, Blue Ribbon Coalition were fighting uh, a lot of legal battles, uh, well, actually nationwide. Uh, we've got things going down in Texas, uh, uh, Nevada. Nevada is an interesting uh, point right now in that the both the Air Force and the Navy are looking to uh, uh, gobble up uh, – almost uh, a million acres of public lands between the uh, Nellis uh, Air Force Nellis uh, bombing range, this infamous Area 51, and the uh, Allen Naval Air Station uh, for their uh, advanced warfare training ground. So 
this is a point where that that extra million acres on top of their already existing large uh, sections of land will take out a lot of areas, and some of that will also take out the uh, historic race route that's been used with the uh, uh, the Reno to Vegas uh, desert racing activities. Yeah, we'll get to those in 2017. Those are very significant issues. Um, although clearly uh, the military, United States military, needing some extra land compared to some activist biologists uh, attempting to close things off because they think they need, you know, a lizard's more important, are two completely different things. Yeah, and that's uh, that's one of the things where uh, we, you know, us within the uh, recreation community, the advocates fighting for these things, is where. We're trying to encourage uh, people to uh, join a local organization, uh, join a state organization, and uh, join a national organization. Uh, and if you don't want to join, then look, help by uh, contributing to uh, tr- contributing to the cause with these groups when they come out and you know, requesting donations, and buy your products and everything you use from uh, businesses that uh, actually support your recreation uh, ideas and uh, desires. Absolutely. And because no question about it, John, if it wasn't for the active legal um, uh, efforts on the part of these organizations, we would be looking at a significantly different lay of the land. Yes, it would. And uh, this is something that we know, uh, you know, we don't, we know the change is coming uh, in the, with the uh, change of administration. Uh, we know that California, we've got problems we know that we're going to be facing in California uh, you know, from the state perspective. Uh, we've got a lot of different issues nationwide of, uh, with the uh, uh, new federal administration, their policy changes. And, so there's a lot of unknowns right now that uh, all we can do is, is speculate until we start seeing something concrete as far as uh, uh, people being sworn in into some of the leadership positions and see what kind of policy directives start coming out. Uh, that's uh, something we'll, we expect to see February, March, April timeframe. Sure, no question about it. But uh, clearly in 2017, uh, we'll be focusing on the transformation that the governor's office is attempting uh, with the uh, uh, Department of Recreation you know, and Parks, and we're going to follow that and report on that very closely here on Off-Road Live. Uh, anything else that you want to put a, a, a pretty little bow on, John? Because quite frankly, uh, after uh, this this uh, report, you know, it's up to you if you want to uh, be a part of the show until the end of the year, but obviously this is happy holiday time, and then we can take up the gauntlet after Dakar next year. Well, it's, uh, it's getting to the point where the uh, uh, traditionally during the uh, Christmas to New Year's time frame, uh, a lot of the federal offices began winding down and shutting down. And uh, one of the uh, deals with uh, with the federal side is that every two years, about this time of year and into January, uh, due to the election cycles and the change of either change of congressmen and senators, and uh, in this case this year, it's a change of administration, we don't expect to see much uh coming out until after a new administration on uh january 20th is sworn in uh we do know that uh the obama has on tap some potential monument designations uh i know a couple of them have been mentioned in california there's one in utah and a couple in in uh, nevada and a couple in arizona and up in uh southeastern oregon so we uh we're always on the lookout to see what is going to happen uh a lot of those monument designations are kind of sprung on us at the last minute uh, but we do know there's some rumors of uh at least five and as many as maybe uh, eight uh, monuments on tap between now and when obama leaves office uh anything in southern california 
not that we can find or not that is on the radar. The California ones appear to be listed uh, looking at the uh, along the coast, uh, central coast area, and more of an expansion of existing monument areas there. Uh, you know, the uh, one up in uh, Oregon, uh, actually there's two in Oregon, and depending upon which one and if both of them uh, could have an impact down into California and uh, somewhat of northwestern Nevada. So, like like I said, it's, it's one of those things is we do know that there's pressure and a movement there uh, as to what will happen uh, and if they will happen. We don't know. And uh, but we're always on the lookout to, to try to uh, try to avert any uh, real bad uh bad actions for the recreations. Absolutely. And if something pops up in between now and January 20th, we will certainly get to it. You know, just one more thing uh, that I can think of in uh, letting you go, uh, anything to pay attention to uh, having to do with uh, uh, trail opportunities uh, or uh, land management in the Mojave Desert area? Uh, We have the uh, Mojave Trails National Monument, which is beginning their uh, travel management plan for the monument area and their planning operations there. Uh, again, that's one thing is uh, we don't expect a lot of uh, information out of that until uh, probably February uh, because they, they've collected quite a bit of information. They're trying to consolidate it now, and you know, it'll take a little while to get it uh, worked up. Uh, Okay. Well, then, hey, John, listen, you've been uh, a warrior on our behalf, uh, certainly this year, uh, and you've reported on it uh, faithfully here on Off-Road Live. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Um, How can folks pay uh, some patronage to you? Uh, You know, how can they go to your websites and so forth? Uh, If you look at uh, want California issues only, uh, you know, the uh, go to 4x4voice.com, and that will get you right into uh, California issues with links to others. If you want uh, four-wheel drive technical information, plus a lot of other issues that affect uh, OHP recreation uh, throughout the nation, look at 4x4wire.com. Both of them will lead you to a wealth of information out there, and uh, I can always be reached uh, through my links on the website. So if you have a question, I would be happy to try to uh, try to answer it, and if I can't answer it, I can find you an answer. That sounds great, John Stewart, our recreational specialist here on Off Road Live. Thank you so much for putting your time in in 2016. We look forward to having you in 2017, and uh, please, John, have a happy holiday, travel safe, and we'll see you in the new year. All right, Mike. Talk to you later, and keep in touch. We'll talk to you. Thank later. you, sir. We'll do. Happy trails. Thank you. Bye.
Off-Road Live. We want to thank John Stewart for being on the show. And, of course, we're going to name our destination for our Dakar ride-along in just a moment, so stay tuned right here on Off-Road Live. got the year in the can. Now remember, this weekend, December 17th, our destination for our Dakar ride-along are the famous Desert Wind Caves. We'll do a live online show on Saturday at 4 p.m. talking all about our live ride-along event this Saturday, December 17th. So definitely tune in for that. Or come along with us. Just send a join message to Baja Safari. Dot com, and you can hop in the truck, get in the back, take care of the uh, 
the food and the bevs, or, of course, just take the wheel. Thanks very much for coming along with us on the ride today. This is Monster Mike and the Baja crew and all of our friends. Ram Trucks, Hard Rock, Marlboro, Budweiser, and Red Bull. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.